Welcome to the NRL.com season preview podcast, the North Queensland Cowboys we are talking about today. My name is Chris Kennedy and a huge thank you to Joel Kane, West Tigers legend from SEM for joining us today. Thank you, Chris. Looking forward to the season. We're just about there and uh, hello to all the listeners and all the best to your teams in 2021. I'll tell you what, it's a, it might be, I think many pundits would say that maybe the premiership itself is down to maybe five or six teams. However, that top eight it's basically every single team I can build a case for making the top eight. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's certainly, uh, it's probably a, a few clustered at the pointy end, like you say, but um, some interesting cases throughout the rest of the competition. Um, like I said, we are talking about the Cowboys today. Not a huge uh, amount of movement on the roster front. There are a couple of changes, but one of the huge changes they do have is a new coach coming in. Uh, Todd Payton, we saw do some very good things for the Warriors last year when he took over from Steve Kearney. So just to start with your thoughts on Todd and, and what sort of an operator is and what we can expect him to bring to, to Townsville this year. I was very lucky to play with Todd Payton and he's one of those guys, you get uh, one of these guys every so often come to your club where there's this inner belief in them. Uh, They do expect to win. He is a premiership winner, but not just on Todd. I mean, in fact, I still go back to 2010. West Tigers won 2005 and I'm absolutely convinced they win five years later in 2010. You may recall they were mucking around at training with a tennis ball and uh, he tripped on the tennis ball was ruled out of the semi-final and therefore they didn't make the grand final. And I believe if if he plays that day, I think West Tigers have now got two premierships. He, he's such a leader. And when you combine a leader with another leader, I remember speaking to Stephen Price many years ago when he was the assistant coach to Wayne Bennett the year they won it. And at the start of the year, I said, who's your best leader? Who, who shows you the way? And he said, Dean Young. And now you combine Dean Young with Todd Payton uh, Paul Green did a great job with the Cowboys. He, he, he won them a premiership where Todd Payton, incidentally, was the assistant coach at the time. But it's the seven-year itch. Not many coaches can keep selling the same voice to, to a largely similar group of people and get away with it, aside from your Bellamy's and your Robinsons, et cetera. So uh, they were due a change. You mentioned the team roster, Chris. Look, it, it is very similar on paper. However, if you dig into it a fair bit, Valentine Holmes wasn't really afforded a, a, a proper off-season. You get him back uh, having a proper off-season. Amiso Tabuai Fado, he was a spruit kid, you know, so you wouldn't have really thought he was a staple player. He's there now. Michael Morgan was really not even involved in the team. And uh, Jason Taumalolo, look, he was just a whipping boy, wasn't he? He was asked to do everything for that team, carry him forward. So, look, I, I know it's a very similar team on paper. However, I think uh, this team is a very, very good team. I mentioned the race for the top eight. I believe this team uh, will not only be in the top eight, I think they'll be the best performed Queensland team this year. Yeah, big call. Um, bit to, to dig into. Let's start with Val Holmes. As you mentioned, he was sort of hampered by injury through last year. He, he came in without a lot of preparation. He was asked to play fullback, which is a position that we've heard that he, he's wanted to play for a long time, but hasn't really had a long run at it at NRL level. That he sort of always seemed to end up back on the, the wing. What do you expect from, from Bell Holmes this year? Because I, I saw a, a quote from Todd suggesting that he wanted certain things from Val um, if he's going to make him the fullback. Otherwise, he was potentially going to just keep him on the wing. What do you think 2021 holds for Val Holmes? Uh, I think that most premiership winners, they have a ball-playing fullback who can stack up a lot of tries, either scoring themselves or, or try assists. And I think Valentine Holmes certainly has the potential to do that. I don't know if he's certainly there right now uh, and, and given that he had an indifferent season last year 
I think there's nothing wrong with just being a world-class winger. And, and Valentine Holmes, few could argue, is a world-class winger. Premiership winning teams have star wingers. And if you can get it right at fullback, maybe it's got drink water and have Val at his very best playing on that left wing where he scored so many tries for Queensland and Australia. I just think it just gives your team an edge. I, I think the position of wing these days is very, very understated. You know, Parramatta fortunes have changed on the back of you know, Ferguson and Sevo and, you know, Melbourne Storm, where would they have been in the last few years without the Fox and Vunavalu and the Roosters with, you know, Morris and, and the wingers that they've had along the journey, Tupo, et cetera. So I, I really think it's an important position. And for me personally, Chris, I, I'd, I'd be playing him on the wing. Yeah, I, uh, I tend to agree. Another name you mentioned um, in there was Michael Morgan, who um, had a really unlucky run with his shoulder last year. We hardly saw him. Um, he was, we remember back to their, their grand final run. We thought, you know, first and retiring might have been the end of the Cowboys, but that um, run that Morgan and, and Tamalola got him to the grand final, he was one of the best players in the world at that point. Um, can we see him back to his best, do you think? I think if we get to 80% of his best, that would ensure the Cowboys making the top eight. And, you know, there was speculation, and I do stress speculation about the relationship he had with the coach, the outgoing coach, Paul Green. Um, you know, happy camp most certainly improves things. So if he's happy, if he's healthy and plays, as I said, anywhere to 80% of his very best, this team is right in the mix. And if you do end up with Val Holmes on the wing, does that mean uh, Scott Drinkwater is your fullback? He's obviously got that ball playing about him. He came through the storm system. He can play halves or in the number one. It's a really, uh, it's a juggling act for Todd Payton. I'm interested to see where he lands for round one because for me, so Tabuai Fado could easily feel that position as well. So he's, he does have that luxury that, you know, if, if Scott Drinkwater's not in the halves, he could be fullback. And if he's not in the halves, you've got Clifford, you've got Dejanazi who can join Morgan there as well. So he's got so many options. If one player doesn't get it right, a lot of depth in the backs. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that Scott Drinkwater probably starts there. And I'm, I'm getting some mail that perhaps for me, so Tabuai Fado starts in that left centre position. Mm -hmm. But either way, like, you know, you've got Drinkwater, Tabuai Fado, Holmes. We know Felt can score tries at Morgan. Uh, O'Neill's won two premierships at different clubs. That's a pretty handy back line. Hamiso going into effectively his second NRL season, but his first NRL season ideally would, would not have happened. He, he was, I think, the youngest player to step onto an NRL field in, in 2020s. Um, remains one of the youngest players that we're likely to see on an NRL field in, in 2021. He's still building uh, physically, he's still obviously building his, his skills as well. We saw, in terms of highlight reels, some just phenomenal individual efforts at times last year. But that consistency through 80 minutes and much less 25 rounds is something that's going to take a, a toll on someone that age. Oh, absolutely. And you know who he sort of reminds me in many ways? It's, it's a young kid called Nathan Blacklock back in the day. Now, Nathan Blacklock, he played five games in his debut season, 1995. He played the one game in 1997. And that following year, which you could argue Hermiso is at that stage right now, he went on to score, I think you'll find, almost 100 tries in the next four years. And I'm not suggesting that Hamiso Tabuai Fado is going to score 100 tries in the next four years, but he could easily score 60 or 70. I think he's a real talent. He's going to you know, grow his body. You mentioned he was very young last year. I think he's a massive, massive player for this team. And again, another try scorer. So uh, I'm very, very bullish. I think I've made it very clear by now that I'm very, very <laughs> bullish. The NRL.com have published their predicted lineups for round one. Yep. And if you go through that predicted lineup, nine of the 13, now that's not including Hamisai 
Hermiso Tabuai Fado, Scott Drinkwater. It's not including Mitchell Dunn and it's not including Reese Robson. Now I'm hearing massive things about Mitchell Dunn. I'm hearing massive things about Reese Robson. I've spoke about Hermiso Tabuai Fado and then you've got Scott Drinkwater. Nine of the 13 have played for their state or better. So if nine of the 13 of those players get anywhere near their best again, it's got to be a, a very hard team to beat. You um, talked about um, Todd Payton and his leadership. I've, I don't pretend to know him personally, but I've been lucky enough to interview him a few times. And every time I come away just thinking, this is a guy who, whose judgment and whose understanding of the game particularly for a guy who, I mean, he's been around coaching for a long time, but he's early in his head coaching career is just absolutely top shelf. And the, the common sense that he injects in terms of, you know, uh, Valentine Holmes, I saw a quote the other day saying that he wants to bring down Tamalolo's minutes to raise his effectiveness. And you've already said Tamalolo being worked into the ground um, last year. He just, he really seems to be across what the, the big issues are and that the relevant points for the squad of players that he's got. Um, and the, the impact that's going to have on someone like Tamalolo, we've seen a, a Dally M um, winning forward, which is a, a pretty rare beast in itself. Um, if he's not being worked into the ground, if he is going to play 55, 60 minutes rather than 70 or 80, we, we could see him back to his, his bullocking best as well. Absolutely. And, and, and it's Todd Payton who has made that shift and, and aware of that. I actually played in France with Trent Robinson and I played with France, uh, sorry, with Trent Robinson also in, in Sydney. And I see a lot of similarities in their personality type, Todd Payton okay. and, and Trent Robinson, very measured. They're, they're in control of everything. They're not flustered by anything. And I wouldn't be surprised if he has, I mean, it's very hard to say a similar career based on what Robbo's achieved so far, but I, I've got, I'm all about the coach, Chris. And the last 15 years, only eight coaches have won the premiership. Only eight coaches in the last 15 years, which emphasizes the power of the coach. And I think this guy, Todd Payton, is going to be eventually in that elite bracket. Uh, so therefore, I just think there's a lot of positives. The other thing that hasn't been mentioned anywhere, really, to, by my understanding, is Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Due to COVID, we never really got to see them fully get that uh, advantage, I suppose, with a full house there. So I think if they can get that and really make it a fortress for teams travelling to North Queensland, that's another edge and... How many wins is that worth to your team? Yeah, they uh, they do enjoy playing at home and getting those fans who, as we know, famously travel for for days to get to yeah. to home games. It could be a um, a real lift for them. So you, you've already you've mentioned a few times you're bullish on them, but we'll finish up with a, a prediction. Where do you see the Cowboys landing in 2021? I think uh, six or seventh would be a would be a, a reasonable spot for Toddy Payton. Uh, further north of that would not surprise me either, but I'm, I'm, I'm very, very confident. And again, these things come with a massive asterisk. You need a healthy team. Uh, based on having a healthy team, and in particular, Michael Morgan, I think they uh, run about sixth. Well, that is our look uh, at NRL.com at the North Queensland Cowboys for 2021. Joel Kane, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much, Chris, and good luck to you uh, Cowboys fans out there.